You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, what do we got planned today, Motorator? We got some hot Newman Porsche talk. We Newman a, Porsche. And we take a pretty pretty deep dive into the newest Newman Porsche in the yeah. collection. You're uh, talking about uh, my uh, QX80. Yeah, you're the, driving the, the Volvo. SUV. Checking out the Volvo. Yeah, bad and TV commercials, bad Netflix, bad car shows on Netflix and everywhere else. All these stupid car channels. There's some strong stupid feelings. car shows. Some strong feelings there. <laughs> I erupt <laughs> in a ball of emotion, unbridled emotion. But they deserve it because they're they're doing crap. Yeah. All right. Uh, first, I'll tell you about uh, JB Weld. JB Weld for big or small repair projects at home in the garage. You need something that lasts. We're proud to have JB Weld epoxy adhesives as our sponsors. Keep JB Weld in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room. Good for metal, wood, plastic, and more. I think that about covers all the materials you can put together with JB Weld. Made in the USA. Pros and DIYers have trusted JB Weld for more than 50 years. I've always used JB Weld as a metal repair in the garage, and now they're making everything. So they make the polyurethane stuff. Yeah. I think they have they got the high temp stuff. The, they have the high temp stuff. They have the low foam polyurethane yeah. stuff. Anyone used that gorilla stuff with like foams oh, so too messy. much? Yeah, it's weird. You don't they don't warn you about that, but they have the low foam stuff. Also, they have the super glues. It's all good stuff. It's a great company. It's all available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone. And uh, you can get it at O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon. JB Weld, world's strongest pond. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on it. Welcome to uh, CarCast. I'm Matt Corral. It's Matt the Motorator. Good Matt over there. Matt the Motorator, Andrea. Hello. Hello, man. Lots going on in the yeah. car world. Uh, I want to thank uh, everyone for listening to uh, Castrol CarCast. Get to many, many things. My head's a, a buzz. A <laughs> buzz with cars. Cars buzzing around in my brain. First, uh, I will tell you the CarCast brought to you by Zybar for better engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, and lower underhood temperatures. Zybar is the uh, ultra-thin, high-temperature coating. Reduces radiant heat by 90%, and uh, you put Zybar on, you take the heat off, and you learn more at Zycoat.com. Okay. Uh, I think in between podcasts, you need to allow yourself a little bit more buffer time so you can check car auctions and bring a trailer. <laughs> There's not enough. In between, you pop out, you're like, what's, what happened? I bring a trailer. What happened here? What, what's going on with this auction? What's the well, There's not enough time. There's never enough time. I got an email from Les, <laughs> and I, I will get emails from Les where he'll go, um, can you forward this invoice to Linda? I scroll right past those. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll get the one where he'll go like, do you have an extra Roadster block? I scroll right past those. Yeah. But once in a while, I get one from Les where it goes, I got a Newman car. Yeah. And then I go, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I call him back immediately. And be like, I don't. I have an invoice instead. <laughs> well, if we were smart, that's how we'd yeah, do yeah, it. But he's not shrewd enough for that. So he just he found a Newman car, which is a I have a there's there's 
the Newman cars can be broken into a few. Uh, well, there's a bunch of categories. So let, let's see if we can figure it out. And then we can kind of figure out what's most interesting. So there's the early iteration stuff, like the TR6, mm-hmm. which we own, like the 510, which was destroyed, essentially. But I have the logbook for it. But it was uh, destroyed yeah. and, and naturally aspirated 240Zs and stuff that I don't have mm-hmm. those cars. Then there's like your C production stuff that the nut job on the East Coast has, which yeah. is like 280Z. Those cars are not I, – I don't know. You tell me. I find a 510 in full race trim to be very aesthetically pleasing. I like the way those cars yeah. look. And then there's sort of the top of the food chain, the 935s and the 2 plus 2 turbo cars, yeah, yeah. big slicks. And I like those as well. The aesthetic that I probably least like are like the C production Z, which is like 14 inch by six inch rims, has a little bit of a stock, a little showroom stock to it, even though it's a full blown race car, but it's naturally aspirated and it's like a little, neither fish nor fowl. Like it, 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 I don't know what group you would, I know what group you would run it in, but you'd be up against decon Monza's and 935s and you wouldn't be that competitive. It's too much car to run with the B sedans and the yeah. Alphas and the five tens, so that's uh, obviously today vintage racing. Today there was a place for it. Before yeah, C that, production, yeah. <laughs> right? But I, uh, right, and th- those cars for me are a little less wow factor. Like sort of when you get up on them and you see them in person, they look a little skinny. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. wheels are a little skinny or yeah. something. Um, the car that uh, less is looking for and it's 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 in a million pieces and i think it just has the the tube frame but uh there was a class of newman cars in between that sort of c production car and the gt1 cars that i have okay there was a 280zx turbo there's a couple of those this is the one those are the cars that Electromotive would dominate yeah. with. Yeah, what years? Those would have been thinking? like 83, 82, okay. yeah, 83, yeah. in between the 79, yeah. 80 sort of C production stuff, and then the mid-80s, 84, 85, yeah. GT1, there was the Turbo 280Zs, a Turbo Straight 6. Yeah. Some of them and your three hundreds, your champion, your GT yeah, champion. In between those two, there some of them were tub cars, and and, the, and one or two were probably full tube frame cars. We saw on the internet somebody shot us an Instagram or something of one of those things being shaken out about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a turbo two eighty ZX. Yeah. Probably tub car, but big tire, big turbo, so a fun car, and I don't have any of those. Yeah. So why not? Well, they don't make many of them. <laughs> There's a couple of guys who have them. I I don't know that they want to sell them. Yeah. And the car less is found. It's just uh, it's it's a it's a tube frame car. 
so you have the frame and uh you know various bits and pieces go along with it but it's it's a it's a mess i mean it's not a finished product and then there's this category of Newman cars where he's driven them once or twice and here and there, the Ferrari then there's, we heard about. Then there's a weirder top of the food chain, which is a Spice Oldsmobile-powered C, not C production, but C uh, class or whatever, different different class, Group C versus C production. That's yeah. what I want to say. C production is kind of low food chain. Group C is top food chain stuff. And he drove it at Daytona one time or whatever. There's yeah. like a few of those cars out there. Yeah. When are we going to get into this? When are we going to talk about this car that's in the mail? Um, <laughs> On its way. Do we wait till it gets here? Oh, the uh, the Porsche? The Porsche. Yeah, no, I think we can talk about that car. I'm I'm fine with talking about that car. Uh, I, I'm excited to uh, receive that car. I can tell you guys... Since we're on the subject, we're going to be in Portland, World of Speed Motorsports Museum. Wait, am I going to be there? Or are you going to be there? We both we're going both to be there. Going to be there and uh, together. You know who else is going to be there? Mario, Mario. Andretti. So yeah, we're going to be is. doing a live podcast or car cast there with Mario, and that'll yeah. be August thirtieth. There's a car show. There's a car show. Bring your cars. Bring your cars. And bring stick around for us. Bring your ears and your cars, and uh, we will be there. With uh, Mario Andretti, August 30th. So there's that. There's the Porsche. Want to talk about the Porsche? I do want to talk about the Porsche, but probably I should tell you guys a little bit about Geico before we do because it's you're going to get momentum. Yes. You're going to get, get momentum. momentum. Uh, Geico, guys, everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning, pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. And you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. All right. So there's a Porsche, which is an interesting piece. It's a 74. It was... It's a 911S. 911S, 74, was converted with the big fenders and big flares and, and all that stuff. If you watch the Newman dock, you can see him driving. It's sort of home movie footage of him driving it around at Willow Springs, and he's coming back into the pit, and he's starting it up and yeah. then taking off again. And you can see it coming around the corner. They even have some in-car footage of him driving it around Willow. It was a Porsche Audi sponsored, like Beverly Hills Porsche Audi. Yeah, yeah Beverly Hills. <laughs> and I think uh, Bill Freeman was the, the yeah. partner's name on it. Uh, kind of to be fair... If you look at it now, it says Newman Freeman, like racing, like on the sun, yeah, sun on the, on shield, the window sticker, on the window yeah. sticker up top. If you look at stuff from the day, it just says Bill Freeman. On there. <laughs> I don't know. Newman's name keeps getting grafted onto yeah, stuff. It wasn't on. It's fine. Wasn't on before. But Newman's name was on the car. Uh, Newman drove it. I I think the story is he drove it officially at Sebring. Yes. With. Freeman, they came in, uh, that would have been 77 Sebring, they came in 
30th overall and I think 11th in the GT class. So nothing spectacular, but they finished a 12-hour endurance race. And Sebring, God, when you look at some of those races back in the day, they'd have 75 cars would, yeah, would yeah. enter that race. So 25 wouldn't finish or whatever. So, you know, nothing glorious, but ran Sebring, finished Sebring, did the 12 hours, came in 11th in uh, in the GT category with Newman and Freeman driving. Evidently, and as documented in winning the racing life of Paul Newman, when he came out to the West Coast, they'd take that car out, take it to Willow Springs, and he'd go do some laps in yeah. it. So I don't know if he was using it to prepare for Sebring. I don't know if he was using it to kind of get used to a rear engine car. I don't know if he was just having fun at Willow while he'd be out here filming a movie or something. They'd bring that car out. But that was sort of, I guess, his kind of uh, West Coast knock-around track yeah. car. So we've got documentation and proof and video and, and stuff of of Newman being in this car, racing this car, having seat time in this car. But the logbooks really come down to like the one real race. Um, but that being said, this car has quite a bit of racing experience. Not necessarily the best results, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but for many years, this car was was raced by a, a couple of different teams. Um, and uh, it's it's restored back in the Newman Freeman livery. It is white with, uh, I want to say, pink and something stripes on it. It's uh, it's very of the time. Like, it's very 70s. It's got, it's got kind of that Camel GT pace car vibe to it, which is like it's yeah. very era-specific. This is like a pink and a brown and yeah. an orange. I want to say it's probably... 395-ish horse. Does that sound right? Probably under four. Probably. I, I, I'd say 395. I don't know. That might be a little generous in that motor. I'd, I'd have it closer to like 350. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the naturally aspirated kind of vintage Porsche, you know. I mean, I know guys are taking RSRs and, and boring them and stroking them and making big cheater motors yeah, yeah, yeah. and kicking I don't know the that. shit out of them but i i tend to think this one's closer to three than it is to yeah. four um i i think it was uh advertised at uh at 395 but that could have been the race spec in its day not necessarily right now yeah or <laughs> maybe it does but i don't know good looking it's a good looking car and uh and it's it's gonna be on a truck soon on its way from uh, from the southeast and on its way and here, it, and, and it'd the newest be, car in the collection. It'd be a fun car to uh, take to the track, and you know the guys at Laguna Seca who drive those RSRs, uh, like the Hotchkiss brothers and stuff like that. They get around that track just fine yeah. in those cars. Yeah. They're fast, and it's probably not as good on a big track like road atlanta but a, a a track more like laguna seca there's no reason why you can't get that car in there and and hang with some of the big boys because they handle they have a lot of rubber and they're a little lower horsepower but but they're higher high winding and, yeah. and they work and that in that big group with the 935s and the monza and all that it you're you're definitely not at the front of that pack you just don't have the horsepower for it you're not but, but you you can be 
you can hang in the top ten if, if as long um, as you get in front of that really loud RX seven. <laughs> the one RX seven that's screaming. Yeah. Screaming. It doesn't look like it's going real fast, but it sounds like a banshee out there. Is that guy in our class? I think he is. I think I've seen him in that class. Because uh, I... the M one Pro cars. I think that guy or those guys are going off the next day with the turbo Z cars and yeah, the car Whistler Mustangs and the Capri, the Roush Capris. I think in the Oldsmobile Cutlasses. I think those guys are in the Sunday run group. Hmm. I think that. I think. What were you racing when you race against him, Max Zapata? You got to look at uh, Run Group 5B for uh, Laguna Seca last year. I get people say, well, not people, but some people would always go, what's what's the schedule? What's the schedule? What's the schedule? And then I'd go, I don't know. They go, well, they haven't put the schedule out. I go, I know. Just look at last year. (laughs) They do it the same every year. Like why you don't need that. You don't need a bunch of answers for when is the schedule coming out. Just go back, look at last year, and that's yeah. the schedule for this year. That's how they, they do it. Yeah. And last year, you ran the Z car because we did the the show with uh, Nissan. Right. And then the year before that was the 935. Right. And this year will be the 935. That is correct. And and hopefully we have our extensive suspension issues yeah. solved. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But I'll bet you, if you look in Sunday's run group, B, you should see a bunch of uh, Roush Mustangs and a 300ZX Millen car and some, oh God, some cars of that nature, more modern-ish, uh, probably some Oldsmobile Cutlie. <laughs> and uh, and I, I do think, that, I think you'll see that RX-7 in that group. Yeah, That's you could probably end up finding just looking for the RX seven in Monterey, and yeah. this guy will come up. Yeah, the RX sevens are. I learned it at a very young age. I had a well, not a very young age. I had a friend named John, and he had a stepdad named Jim, and Jim was a good dude, and he had a VW bus. And he was a real competitive cyclist. He liked to ride his bike. He rode his bike to, to work. Like he was one of these guys that lived in North Hollywood and he like worked in Northridge and he rode his bike, his 10 speed, like every single yeah. day, just like uh, 21 miles like yeah. just there and back, you know, like it was that dude, okay. but he was a good dude. And as you know, my dad was a sea sponge. Like there's nothing to do <laughs> with my dad, but I would go motorcycle riding with Chris Bohm's dad. He would take us yeah. out to the desert, you know, or I would, I went to the Long Beach Grand Prix when they ran F1 with, with Jim yeah. and, and John, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like other people's dads or stepdads would go, oh, I'll go to the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach and come with me. You know, yeah. I'll go, okay. Yeah. And I, Sounds good. I, 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 my shitty parents wouldn't give me $4 for a hot dog. I just go and like, that poor guy had to pay for everything, you know. <laughs> My parents were such sacks of shit. Anyway, um, I went to the um, six-hour Los Angeles Times Grand Prix at Riverside. 
mm. like in like 1982 or something like that. By the way, that's the one where Rolf Stumlin died in his 935, I think in like 83. I could have been there. I don't know, 82, 83, yeah, or yeah. somewhere in there. And um, I stood on the bridge on like the back straight. I just have these sort of vague memories of it. And, and along that straight, the turbo 935 Porsches would come by. I don't know, probably Ralph Stumlin and his 935 Porsche. And those things would just be going 200 miles an hour and they'd just be going, (laughs) they just sound like a spaceship going by. And then an RX-7 would come punk by. It's just screaming and, for and, like, and it was going like 136 <laughs> miles an hour, but it was like screaming. Just screaming. I remember like, like holding my ears, <laughs> and I'm, I remember that's I like I remember at that point going, oh, "That's all I need to know about Porsches and Mazdas." <laughs> <laughs> the Mazda was absolutely screaming, yeah. and the Porsche was just sound like a a vacuum cleaner, like in the next room with the door closed. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was just hauling ass. Oh, my gosh. And and seeing them up at Monterey now, and you see that car, you hear it coming, and you're like, this thing's going to be flying around the corner. And the guy drives it hard, but it's not really flying around. Not compared to the, all the cars that just went in front of them. Well, they <laughs> did. They won some races for sure. And and let's not forget our, our good buddy, uh, Tommy Kendall. Tommy Kendall. He's has a, one of those, and he's... Seven putting it back together or yeah. has put it back together. Maybe it's going to come out this year. He keeps the featured mark is Imza. So he I keeps thought the plan was threatening to do it. I don't yeah, know who he's going to pay to drive that thing. Cause he can't, that's too much car for <laughs> Ken. That's too TK. much car for TK. <laughs> Max Patty, do you find out where an RX seven <laughs> would be at, yeah. I, well, I'm looking at 2018. They, uh, the WeatherTech Raceway, their website's all weird right now, and it's all page not found with with uh, with all of the uh, oh. the yeah, lineup. So, so we're trying to find old maybe, emails. Maybe start with the RX-7. Just search for RX-7 Monterey. Okay. And because it's very likely, like this particular one we're talking about is the one that's going to come up. I got a vexing question uh, for you. Yeah. I want to know a couple things. I'm driving, sorry, the Infinity yeah. QX80, which is a big truckster. Yeah. And I'm digging sitting up high. And I really, I got my, uh, I got the girls in there. I took Natalia and two of her friends to uh, Malibu last weekend and felt kind of good to everyone, everyone to like pile in versus squeeze yeah. in. Very easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And step down when he got out and they all just piled in and they're like, oh, there's TV sets and the headrest and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, we just had a nice, comfortable family truckster kind of kind of ride out to the out to the beach. Um, I got into it this morning and I had a radio interview to do and so I got in, I hit dial, I started driving because the way my schedule is, is I pack everything into everything. So if you want to do a radio interview, that'll be in my car on my way to somewhere. Sure. And I noticed as I turned the phone on and hooked it up to the Bluetooth or whatever it was, I noticed the, like this sort of like a sound of like a fan, like you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, I don't want that for the guy. So I hit like, turn the fan down. I turned the fan yeah, down. Yeah, and it was like, AC. Yeah. And I was like, still hearing this fan buzz. So I was like, all right, I'm turning the 
I'm turning the, the climate control off. I'm turning everything off. And I was like, turn it all off. I just heard this. And I was like, there's no defrost. They're going. There's the, yeah. the system is shut. There's not. I'm what? Where's this coming from? And then the whole interview, I was just obsessed with the dashboard. Yeah, trying to hit like different buttons to get. I was turning mm. the thing, every knob down, everything off. Everything's off. Nothing's lit up. No anything. And it's this buzz of a fan. It's the cooled seats. Maybe you can hear the seats. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Maybe I didn't shut the seats. Maybe it's I was so seat. obsessed with the system. Yeah, because when everything's super quiet, you can hear air blowing through the seats. <sighs> That's Try why that. you're the motorator. <laughs> Max Pata says what? <laughs> uh, well, I was looking at, there's someone took a picture of uh, one of them in uh, 2016, but that was a 1992 car, so there's no way it could have been that, so I, I took it off your screen. Older. I think the car is white and blue. But the, yeah, there on, was an on, RX-7. It was a 1992 car. Yeah, so here. Yeah, I'll put- that can be, that can be in the B run. That that can. Uh, so this oh, says it was in Group Five B. That's what the caption of this right. thing. But then I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, no way. So it's not the one I was yeah. thinking of. No, no. That that's we're looking at a Group C type yeah, car. Yeah, we're but, looking for but, a sports car. We're looking for an RXM. But but Max Pata, it can be a 1992 car. Why can't it be a 1992 car? I th- I thought in Group Five B, it's it's a uh, like 60s. 60, oh, there's 70s. a pre- like there's like a year there's no, a year no, no it shouldn't be it uh, unless we're talking unless i got my groups screwed up and you're talking about trans am sorry but no 92 would be the year of the the mazda rx7 okay then but that the one i put up was not the one you're thinking you're not of. looking at an rx7 that's a that's that's yeah, the cap the caption says a 1992 Mazda RX-7 driven by Weldon Muncie from Irvine in Group 5 Yeah, we're looking for more like a sports car. It's going to look like a street car, not a crazy... I don't know why they labeled what we just saw in RX-7. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's powered. It's got the same power yeah, plant, but that was a full... That was a full, like... Prototype. Um, yeah. That's why I took it off your screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, All I right. gotcha. But uh, okay. 92 will be fine. Okay. Unless I got my groups screwed up, and sometimes they move them around. So don't get married to 5B, but it'll be the group that yeah. goes off at 2 o'clock on Sunday that we try to avoid. All right. All right. Uh, let me hit the Zycote. Heat. Mm, it's the enemy of speed. Did you know that, Matt? Yes, I did. They have a revolutionary high-temp coating. It dissipates heat, increases performance, manifolds, headers, exhausts, uh, turbos, and intakes, all the stuff. That gets super hot underneath that hood. You want to scrub that heat off, man. Zybar coats the metal surface, and it doesn't allow it to absorb the heat. And when you dissipate that heat, then you can turn up the boost. So you can't run boost. The more heat, the less boost. The more boost, the more horsepower. And that's why it's all about cooling. I mean, if you look like um, Tommy Oh, not Tommy Kendall. Sorry. Uh, Hotchkiss. John Hotchkiss brought his 962 over here, his turbo 962. I looked at that engine. It's a miniature engine with coolers everywhere. It's like the the engine is in the middle of the car, and it's the size of you taking a small piece of Samsonite luggage and laying it down flat on the floor. Like there's nothing to the engine, and everything else is a radiator in an inner cooler because (laughs) – all they do is cool that engine, and then they just keep turning up the boost. Yeah. That's how it works. So you need to cool it. Zybar increases horsepower, torque reduces metal surface and under hood temperatures. 
And uh, our listeners who aren't do-it-yourselfers can visit Zycoat.com, click on the coding services, send it in. They'll code it professionally and send it back to you. So uh, they'll do the coding for you. Anywhere in the world. At uh, Zycoat.com. It's good stuff. I just did my break ducks on the 935 with it. Looks good. Chris, Uh, I just sent you a link to your phone. Mm. That's why they call them good math. And it might help you on the car that I believe we are talking about. And this is what I Google searched. I searched loud RX7 at Rolex Historics. Wow. <laughs> and, and you uh, got something good. And all the pictures came up. And you tell me this is this this is what we're thinking of. So, <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty sure that guy don't run in my group because my group is like <sighs> – 73 through 81, and that guy's driving like an 89 or a 92 or whatever it is. He doesn't run in my group for the same reason Steve Millen doesn't run in that group. But you've run against him in something. I I will if, – if that's your memory – I will not deny you Did we bring that memory. The Oldsmobile out once? Did That's we a possibility. The, yeah. That's a possibility. All right. I remember sitting up on top of the uh, the suite with Sonny and Sonny flinching every time the RX-7 comes screaming around the corner. And he's like, why is that one so loud? I said, because it's trying the hardest, Sonny. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should be a little louder, son. <laughs> there so you go. So 2017's results are still up on, on the website. Okay. So. Uh, I have Joel Miller, number 62, which is the car that you sent me, Matt. Yeah. Uh, out of Irvine, he's in 7B. 7B. That's a 1973. B is always Sunday, though. Okay, 7B. Yeah. And who else is running in that group? Or what else? Roush Mustangs, Capris, 300ZX Turbos. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Show us Pontiac the car. Firebird. Let's make sure we got the right Yeah. Car. That's the that's the group we're yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, it's a cool piece. It is a cool piece. Uh, uh, but again, that 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 is the B run group. Yeah, look at the tire he got in the back. He got some meat. Oh, there. it's got some big fat meat. Yeah, it got some big. F- that car is fun to watch, though. That guy drives it. Oh, that guy's hauling ass. So much he, fun to watch. He, his best laps a one thirty one six. That's yeah. that's moving. We're joking about it, but it's not slow. It's it. That this guy moves this thing around the track a lot. Like oh, it's, anybody, it's, anybody it's, it's, in the sub one thirty fives is is driving. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. And that's a crazy category to be in. You know, the Firebirds and the Mustangs and the Cutlass. See, there's the Cutlass and the and the Camaros and stuff. Like, it's a cool, it's a cool fast class. Yeah, it's a class fast class. So this Porsche. I, I, before you get into it, I will say I found this before you texted me, Matt. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, know. And I don't want that to your text to negate all the things that I, I found. Listen, bad Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, what if we hire another guy named Chris? That's true. Yeah, he's already prepared. We want to prepare. <laughs> oh man. That's why I see what I do is I I look down the road. I prepare. <laughs> All right. So, what do you got, um, sir? So, I was saying the the Porsche that you've got coming on the way. I feel like a good competitor to that car would be like an M1 Pro car. Yeah, you know, like horsepower, performance, like a good head to head battle. Naturally, would be like the Pro car. They're both the naturally aspirated sixes. Yeah, they're both uh, tub cars. Mm-hmm. They both have probably running about the same size tire, and uh, yeah. Your second Porsche. You're a Porsche guy now. You're officially a Porsche guy. I know. Lufta 
cult if Lef- fast. Lef- cult. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, We're going to bring that out maybe next year. We'll get speaking of M1 Pro cars, I have to, I, I have to, I have to torture myself. <laughs> All the time oh, thinking about missing my M1 Pro car. I don't even like to bring up that story because it's saddening. You know, there are two things I torture myself with. Yeah. There's an M1 Pro car and there's a warehouse that's on the other side of my warehouse. And both those things I was thinking of purchasing at a time when they were expensive but not non-affordable like they are now. Like un- unobtainable. Yeah. And both of those cars, both of those entities, the warehouse and then one pro car. Not the blonde model you used to date. Oh, miss her. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I miss those three things. <laughs> I, I miss those three. I would have bought the warehouse and I would have bought the pro car. Yeah. Probably. If not for getting misinformation on both of them that yeah. was built up the in the wrong, wrong way. The, uh, the, the expectations the, the warehouse was The warehouse was something like, uh, I, I don't remember the numbers, but the warehouse was something like, the warehouse is $3 million and it comes with a huge parking lot that's next to your other warehouse. Yeah. And I'm like... And I remember going, it comes with the parking lot? Yeah. And like, yeah, comes with that parking lot. The one next to my warehouse? Yeah. So I could use that parking lot for that warehouse because right next to my, yeah. Yeah. I said, why is a parking lot come with the thing? The warehouse is across the street. street. It's on the other side. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. And I was like, it's it's three million bucks. Yeah. Sound like that expensive with the parking lot. (laughs) And the guy's like, yep. And then like two days later, I talked to the guy and he's like, okay, just for clarification, the warehouse is $4 million and it doesn't come with the parking lot. (laughs) And I was like, oh, and so I was, I was like, oh, well, screw it then. Screw like it. I was, I was, it still would have been a good thing to have, but yeah, because yeah. it was led, because it was told to me that way, seemed bad. And that that Frank Stella M1 Pro car, where I like called the auction house, and I was like, what is? What do you think? What's the yeah, estimate? What's the estimate? And the guy said, I'd say three hundred to four hundred. And I said to him, wait a minute, that's the price of an m1 pro car or maybe a little less yeah this is an art car yeah this is an m1 pro car frank stella art car how could it be the price of just a straight m1 pro car and he went that's where we have it like that's where that's what we're thinking and i was like oh yeah okay yeah i'm in Sounds I'm good. in, and I was at the track, and I was racing, but Sandy was back, like on the phone, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Where are we at?" And he's like, "We're at 400." I'm like, "Where are we now? 500." And where are we now? 600. I'm like, "Where are we now? 700." And I was like, oh, "I'm out. I, forget it. No more." Yeah. I the guy said 350 to four. Now that car's worth five million dollars. But before you and made so that, phone I should have paid 850. Before that, you made that phone call. What would you think the guy was going to say on the phone before three to four hundred? You thought he was going to say, "I had six. I, I had no real idea of what the pro of what the art yeah. car was. And this worth. was a long time ago. It's so like it was, 2011. Like it was, you know, yeah. And in the vintage car world, those cars were. I, you're right. I mean, it's like, what is that car now? It's just, it's. Well, I can tell you now that just because I like to torture myself, <laughs> I, I was. I just googled in. M1 Pro Car for sale. There's not many. I've always loved those cars, and there is one in Europe. And I told Matt, just go find out what a standard 
M1 Pro Car is. And he hit the guy in Europe and he said, one, one, three. So one million, one hundred thousand, thirty thousand, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, but I guess you could get it for a million bucks. I, I guess. Yeah. But that's what a pro car. Yeah. Not a Frank Stella art car. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 But I could have had an art car for 800 <laughs> yeah. and 50. Uh, and who knows? I have no idea what that car's worth. I have no, no idea. I do know that both those deals were queered by misinformation. Yeah. And by the way, when I'm talking to you, and I say to you for a third time, it comes with the parking lot? <laughs> That's your time to stop. The, the That's thing. your time to go, you know what? Let me double check. And Instead of, yes, 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 it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. And when I say to you, uh, Bonham's guy yeah. on the phone, wait a minute, 400 is what a M1 Pro Car goes for. This is an M1 Pro Car art car. That can't yeah. be the same price. That's your opportunity to go. To let me stop call you back and let go. Me, let you me know call what? you back. Let me let ask. me talk to my parking lot guy <laughs> and see if we can find some truth. That is your opportunity to <laughs> right. stop. Yes. Yes. Thank you. All right. Let me tell you guys about Castrol Edge. Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Heat, friction, and viscosity—they break down. They rob your engine of maximum performance. Friction results in a loss of performance of up to ten percent. Castrol Edge is engineered with fluid titanium technology. It physically transforms to be stronger under pressure. This helps fight friction and deliver maximum levels of performance from your car. It's three times stronger. Three times, fool! (laughs) Against viscosity breakdown than leading oils. Castrol Edge, unlock the true performance in your car's engine. All right. Now you, so I'm driving around. So it was probably the seats I had on the whole time. The seats. Try it. No, it's See? interesting because I was driving around. I was doing this radio interview. Yeah. I was obsessed with the. Yeah. And Where I was that like, coming from? And I was like, I kept shutting off every fan and everything I could find on the yeah. dash. But I also simultaneously had this thought, which is, it is pretty cool it in this is, car yeah, considering I've turned all the <laughs> air off. But It's a June gloom. That's it's what June did gloom. it. Now uh, you're you're driving the Volvo S60. I I am. I'm becoming a fan of Volvos now. I like the design. I like the way they're a little bit muscular. I like the way they look. I like the commercials where that terrorist is writing his daughter a letter <laughs> from the back seat of his car and starting to cry. I like that. Jeez. So yeah, but. Um, God, is that guy a pussy sitting around <laughs> thinking about his daughter and his Volvo? How about you turn a hot lap, puss, <laughs> instead of sitting around thinking about your daughter getting married and composing a letter? Yeah. You know my letter's going to read to my daughter when she gets married? How much? <laughs> What's this going to cost me? I know it ain't free. What's yeah. it going to cost? Yeah. How much mm-hmm. is the wedding? Mm-hmm. What do I got to sell to pay for this thing? Guy sitting there holding the tears back. Writing a letter to his daughter in his Volvo. No. Put that thing in track mode and see if you can break it loose. Do you think you have to? Do you think Natalia's going to be like all in on a big wedding or be like, here's a couple of bucks to not do the wedding? What would you prefer? I, I, I don't know. I know 
not only did I get screwed on this pro car and this warehouse <laughs> deal, I got screwed on my wedding because every single time, every story I ever heard about a wedding was, uh, who pays for the wedding? The father of the bride pays for the wedding. I not only paid for the wedding, I bought that guy's casket too. I went soup to nuts with, oh, with yeah. my father-in-law. I Man, paid for everything. Geez, I, I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to be paying for everything. I thought the dad like kicks in and pays for the yeah. Uh, now not so much. No art car. No free cake. <laughs> it's a rough life for me. Yeah. I mean, see if you guys can get by without a warehouse and an art car and a. And a triple triple decker cake. Good luck. Yeah. Damn it. They say I have white privilege. I don't know. Ugh. I don't have an M one art car. <laughs> you don't have an M one car. I don't have a parking lot. No. That's rough. You buried thirteen thousand dollars and the guy. Oh my god. <laughs> I wasn't crying until I heard how much the casket was, and then I broke down. <laughs> it's like Adam's really taking it tough. He's dropped to his knees. He's yelling no. No. <laughs> He's now yelling, cake me, and running toward the casket. <laughs> He's just standing there with his arms up like like uh, the foe. Uh, yeah. All right. What Now, what about that What about that Volvo you're so I'm driving? driving the Volvo, and it seems good. And they, they printed out this spec sheet for me, which is you can't read it because it's all blurry. So uh, you try to break down the specs. It's a it's that, 250 it's a Volvo. horsepower, two liter. It's an S60. What is that thing? Now, Volvos used to have a straight five in them. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't have that. But, it's got a but, four? But the weird. We said a 2.2? It's a it's a two liter, four cylinder. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, turbo, 250 horse. And, and All they wheel call drive. it the T5. It is, looks is good. It. And then they call it, they have a T6 that has a, that has a 316 horsepower. I engine. like I like the way I like the Volvo it's SUVs good. now. I like the I want to try sedans. the SUV. Like I like the sedan, but I want to try look, the SUV. They look good. I mean, they look. The, Volvo finally sort of went. We need to have a little tougher, more muscular, yeah. muscular, more masculine yeah. appearance. Now we'll put a dad crying in it to smooth it out. <laughs> to smooth it out. Writing a letter to his daughter. <laughs> Can you find that stupid commercial with a Dumbo dad sitting there thinking about his daughter all day long? How yeah. about you think about some goddamn horsepower and some torque? <laughs> right? I swear to these car commercials. Or some today. paddle shifters or something. Instead of just sitting around like a pussy thinking about your daughter. Now, this- I'm going to write a letter to my daughter. <laughs> Shut up. Write your fucking letter at home, by the way. Don't get in the car and start writing yeah. letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I don't know. So far, I, it's been in for a few days. I'll get some more information about it. I'll give you a little bit more driving impressions on it. But so far, this one's all-wheel drive. It seems it seems good. It seems sporty. It doesn't seem like overly luxurious. Mm-hmm. But this one is like the R spec, and it's got a bunch of options, and it's fifty five grand. It's not. Yeah, it's not even sixty thousand dollars. I think it starts at probably forty eight thousand. We can find bucks, that so. that commercial. We have and, it, uh, and it you know it's good. It rides nice. It's good. All right, let's see this commercial. He's sitting at a lighthouse. Yeah, see, I, I like the look of that SUV. I want to drive that thing. He's sitting in his car, he's composing a letter to his daughter. Here we go. I've been trying to prepare for this day, and I'm still not ready. How about you prepare for some fucking specs on this car? (laughs) There will be moments in your life that we'll never be ready for. By the way, this actor's gay, and he was practicing in front of the mirror with his boyfriend the night before. (laughs) He doesn't have a daughter. Now he's crying. (laughs) 
Can we, yeah. can we get back to fucking Bondurai steel? And hey, like, Volvo, guess why we don't know what horsepower this car has? <laughs> because you hired a guy to write a letter to his daughter instead right? of tell us some fucking specs on your car. And who is he talking to? I don't know. He's talking. Was he on the phone? Maybe he's got air-conditioned seats. Because that, that was me. I was going, what the fuck? Where's this fan noise coming from? Yeah. Well, I'll drive that thing and I'll tell you the specs on it. It's an, it, it, it. It, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, once again, how would we know anything? I know about this guy's daughter. So we're like, hey, uh, Adam, what do you know about the new Volvo? Mm. Well, I don't know any specs, but that guy's daughter's getting married. That's right. That, his pretend daughter's getting married. That much yeah. I know. What's going I don't on know. with Subaru? Well, they do love puppies. They like dogs. <laughs> They're all in on puppies. Volvo's like daughters and Subaru's like dogs. Dogs. Okay. <laughs> I, we, I swear, you go to the auto show, the LA auto show, the Subaru booth is a petting zoo. It's, got, it's like a... It's got okay. like a little white, white fence, and there's just dogs in there. I'm not buying a dog or a daughter. I'm buying a fucking car. I, it just drives me nuts, this, this notion of like, well, we're trying to speak to the good nature and every – how about we speak to fucking horsepower, torque, and weight? Yeah, and, and PGs and like okay. warranty, yeah. things like that, curb weight, dry weight, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Give me some fucking numbers. I'll buy a good car, and then I'll drive my daughter to the church in it. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Jesus, goddamn Christ. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about uh, Tommy John. Yeah. Oh, man. Summer's heating up. Yeah. I was heating up until I, I was wearing my Tommy Johns. I was feeling that cool breeze on my seat this morning. <laughs> Felt good. I'm wearing my Tommy Johns right now. Look at this. Yeah. Right down, man. Yeah, you do. I wear, them, I wear them every single day. I work out in them at night. Swimming them. I get a little hot in them, <laughs> and then I hang them out. I just dry them in my bathroom. I put them on the next day. <laughs> I give it a shot of talc. Yeah. You know what I mean? Freshen things up. Save the environment. Okay. Breathable, lightweight fibers. Keeps you two to three times uh, cooler. Dries four to five times faster than regular cotton. Men's underwear have the contoured pouch. It's, it's news to Mike August, but we know it here. <laughs> Men's and women's underwear have the no wedgie guarantee. Legs don't ride up. Waistbands don't roll down. It's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. Guarantee it is Tommy John, right? Yeah, go to tommyjohn.com slash carcast uh, to save 20% on your first order. That's tommyjohn.com slash carcast for 20% off. tommyjohn.com slash carcast. So what kind of horsepower? What do you think that thing's making, that Volvo? The SUV? I, they got to be similar engines to the sedan. Oh, right? no, I'm, I'm curious to the, the sedan. You say you yeah, got 250, 250 out of a 2-liter. And then there's a 316 horsepower version. And how many daughter letters per mile do you think we have there? <laughs> Is that calculable? Guy just sitting alone know. talking to himself. If that guy existed in real life, he'd be an insane person. Yeah. I'm going to sit alone in my SUV at this white house, this lighthouse, and I'm going to just ruminate out loud yeah i've never mm. fully prepared for hey, this he's a moment. little weird because he's like looking at his pad and looking like outside the window and i don't see anybody i don't know who he's talking to i was like is he on the phone it would have been funnier if somebody was yelling at him through carplay <laughs> <laughs> get on the road you're gonna be late <laughs> <sighs> jesus what have we turned into man <laughs> it used to be, man, if you watch those 70s commercials for like Broncos or Blazers or something, yeah. there's a dude, he's got a hot chick, they're camping, he's four-wheeling it, yeah, yeah. he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. 
comes across a couple guys on motocross bikes. They give him like a thumbs up, and then he heads up the hill again. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few of the. There's a few. Like you watch the Dodge commercials, are like most horsepower in his class. Dodge. 475 horsepower. <laughs> Dodge. That's is all the, they, that's they're the got. last of the Mohicans, man. <laughs> I mean, I see those Dodge trucks with the ram head. Yeah. It's bigger than an actual ram's head now. <laughs> like a yeah. ram's head's pretty big, but the fucking. The, the insignia on the back on of the, the back. truck is like a huge block and there's horns on the front. It's ram everything. And it's like they're, they ain't kidding. Mm-mm. They want you to know what you're driving. They want you to know well, what you're driving. Well, they want everybody else to know what you're driving. How much mileage have they, pardon the pun, have they got out of the word hemi? Oh, my gosh. At some point, somebody oh went, it's a hemispherical head. And they went, Hemi. Hemi. And now they go, it's got a Hemi. It's got a Hemi. And everything they have has a Hemi in it. And everyone goes, holy crap, it's got a Hemi. Meanwhile, it's a V8 that's making the same horsepower as the Ford or the Chevy, but it's a Hemi. They did the commercials with that. And you know how they know it's a Hemi? Because right (laughs) next to the huge Dodge Ram head is a huge plaque that says (laughs) Hemi. They had that commercial with the redneck guy, and he's like, it's got a Hemi. Yeah, John. What's his name? Funny guy. Yeah, John. God, I'll think of the, yeah. the Hemi guy's name. Stand-up comedian. Yeah. Where's Hopkins? Lava? No. Reap. Yeah. Reap. John Reap. Nice guy. Yeah. Had a fun, had a good show on. Like, he had, like, a Hillbilly Hoedown or whatever. We'd go race to Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say that uh, he hosted that that show that like Bud Brutzman produced, it was like supercars versus redneck cars, and they shot it all in like a week. And it was just like people doing laps with GoPros. It was great. It was fun. Yeah. It was a t- look in a in a world where it's nothing but guys trying to fix cars with tattoos on their hands and argue. Uh, That's a fun show to watch. I'm so tired of these goddamn shows where, like, we got three days and $1,500 to convert this El Camino into an ice ice fishing truck or something. (laughs) It's like, I'm not interested in that. Give me a – Jesus. You know what I want? I want to see that fucking RX-7 going around the track. How about that? I want to hear that engine screaming. Nate's all in on an ice fishing truck. Uh, it's true. He's <laughs> like, I could take some generic guitar and lay it right over the sound <laughs> right of that hemi. Because the, oh, the sound of fishing sucks. Are you faster than a redneck? Are you faster show? than a redneck? That makes sense. That was a good show. I like that show. I watched the shit out of that yeah. show. I liked John, and I, and I thought that show was funny, and I had a good time watching it, it. The whole thing was just based on numbers. It was like, which car is faster? Which car does? Like, that's what I loved about it. It was just all I don't want to. Here's what I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a dad writing a letter to his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you don't have to for more than 30 seconds at a time. And I don't want any more guys arguing and yelling, we're out of time. Ugh. Uh, in a fucking garage doing a build I don't give a shit about. But there's never enough time. I want a fucking show about vintage racing and cool cars. Yeah. That's what I want. Anybody wants that show, we'll make it for you. We'll make you that fucking show, you <laughs> idiots. Or you can make another stupid show because you car guys don't know shit about cars. All the guys who program these car shows don't know anything about fucking cars. No. And it's one more fucking idiot arguing in a garage. Drives me nuts. Max Patty, you go to those fucking races. They're the coolest cars yeah. on the planet. A feast for all senses. A feast. You don't... You Why don't... wouldn't you want to capture that? <laughs> 
Why? There's zero shows for that and a thousand guys arguing yeah. in a garage. You don't even need to be super into cars to walk around that track and go, look at that thing. It's It looks crazy or listen to it or smell it. Just any of it. Like the, uh, the pieces of art that are out there. If I got to see another fucking show where that f- some fat fucking 63-year-old tub of goo goes, uh, well, I met – when I met Margaret, I was driving a Maverick. <laughs> yeah. And so it's now our 42nd anniversary, and I want to surprise her with a bone stock Maverick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or we could look at something good, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Go get a good fucking car like that RX-7 or a 935 or a Decon Monza and show that. Yeah. Instead of fucking, oh, it's Margaret's anniversary, and he's got to put this uh, Maverick back together. They're running out of time because they ordered the wrong headliner. <laughs> he should have met Margaret at the racetrack. And then the, the fat fucking couple stands in front of the fucking Maverick, and she starts crying. <laughs> she put her in a Volvo and let her write a fucking letter to her fat fucking daughter, and you can watch that fucking show. Now, we're going to Goodwood. Yeah. How about that, bitches? Jesus Christ, everyone who programs these fucking so-called car stations, they don't know shit. They don't know shit. If they knew shit, they'd be at Goodwood. They don't give a fuck. They're like a fucking vegan who's running a barbecue joint. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> if they like fucking barbecue, they'd be at fucking Goodwood. Fucking assholes, fire yourselves. Everyone fire yourself. Fuck you guys. You should be at fucking Goodwood, you assholes. I know. Instead of watching another guy argue in a fucking shop. You sicken me. You don't know shit about cars. <laughs> you say you know something about cars. Netflix, you don't know shit about cars. Your fucking stupid shows you run. You don't know anything. You don't. You don't yeah. give a fuck. You don't know anything. I'm ready for the good stuff. You are not bringing it. Fuck you guys. Do a good fucking show. Remember, just go to Chassis and watch our fucking show. <laughs> we do a show yeah. that has cool cars in we it. We do have a show with cool cars on it. Is it a Chassis? That fucking Netflix and that fastest car thing. It's such bullshit. It's fucking horrible. That guy's got a fucking, oh, he's got a fucking bone stock Uricon. And he's going to race a guy in a tea bucket that he built in his garage at <laughs> Pacoima. Fuck that. In a straight line? Yeah. Just give me a fucking break. But they don't know anything about cars, right? Right. Is that what's going on? The guys who program that shit don't know anything about cars. Yeah. They can't. They wouldn't put that shit on. All right. I've said my piece. Now, go to (laughs) Chassis and watch Adam Carolla goes – or go to Vero and watch Adam Carolla goes racing, and you can see some actual fucking cars. Why do we want to watch a bone stock Uricon go in a straight line? Yeah. The 56-year-old mother of three had uh, botched uh, plastic surgery driving it. (laughs) The fuck do we want that for? Yeah, that's a different show, I think. Could be. (laughs) Yeah. Give it a fucking. All right. You all sicken me. (laughs) You sicken me. Everyone sickens me. Yep. Everyone but me sickens me. (laughs) I may sicken me a little bit, but not as much as you guys do. The fuck are these guys doing? Why don't they just do a good car show? I, I think I think I think more people need to speak out about it, so we'll stop doing it, stop making those things. Look, you go to Monterey. There's a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. You go to Goodwood. There's two hundred thousand people there. They have spoken. It's just the idiots at Netflix don't fucking know anything. Yeah. By the way, you go to Monterey. There's a hundred thousand people. That's just at the track. 
That's Rats is such a fucking trap. <laughs> that's not yeah. the other 20 events going on. It's Coachella. The city, the whole city's packed. <laughs> it's just packed and everything is fantastic there. All right. They, you sick of me. The lawn outside the track is another car show. It's like, it's just, it's just another event. <sighs> we'll never see a show about that, but we'll see another <laughs> fucking show about a fucking bone stock yeah. 488. Going in a straight drag line against a guy who's modified his ranchero. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fucking unwatchable. I still watch it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're Any only port in a storm. <laughs> Just, <laughs> All right. J.B. Weld. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Now, you real car guys, you like J.B. Weld epoxy adhesives. They're one of our sponsors, and they're the best. You can get it at uh, jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly. It's J.B. Weld. You can watch me bitch and moan on stage <laughs> at uh, Helium Comedy Club coming up on the 19th and 20th. You can watch me doing Unprepared. That's in Portland. Then I'll be in Montclair and Pasadena and Agora Hills, Monterey. Yeah. Golden State Theater, August 17th, unprepared. I'll be there doing stand-up. Well, Sonny's going to be there. Moderator's going to be there. Good times. You can uh, check out microventures.com slash Adam for meme gods and when we went mad, our two docs. You can be a part of those docs. Uh, not Taco Bell material, my stand-up special. Go to Chassis or Vero and watch some good car stuff, would you please? Yeah. Screw Netflix. Do it. F Netflix is what I have to say. Go watch some real shit. All right. What do you got, Motorator? Yeah, check out uh, check out the, the, the show from earlier this week and with Goldberg and Shift and Steer. So, until next time, it's Adam Kroll for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.